0: The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver.
1: Looking for M's, I got lots of friends. Jump Welcome of to Double Tech. Day Day Day. Day. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am call, Christian Weaver. We we and we thank you so much for tuning in. We can't thank you enough. We appreciate you joining us on this summer show. NBA season is currently in its offseason, but there's still so much going on. The Summer League wrapped up. We'll kind of hit on that. I guess we can congratulate the uh, Portland Trailblazers as the Summer League champions. Yes. <laughs> is that all we're going to say about them right there? Pretty much. <laughs>
2: that's all there is to say. Hey, but
1: props to them, though, man. That's that's a big deal. We're, we found out the same way uh, Damian Lillard found out. He was just chilling. On FaceTime? But yes. That, that was pretty funny, actually. But, but, yeah, so congrats to them. But what we're going to do today We've been talking about it as we lead into these summer shows. We're going to do a couple of redrafts. Shout out to Christian for this fantastic idea. He said, nothing, it,
2: but hey, but hey, it's fantastic still. I mean, a lot of people do it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily an original idea, but it's not like I stole it from one person. That's what I was about to say. It's it's all good. It's the first
1: time we've done it on Double yeah. Tech. So it, it works out. And we are starting with the year 2000. Christian says it's the best year ever in NBA basketball draft history. Correct? That's what you said.
2: We had to start with (laughs) possibly the worst draft of all time. (laughs) No, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. I'll put it like this. I think now
1: that I've actually gone through it and kind of studied it and actually looked at some of the names, when you move some
2: of the names that went later up to the top,
1: it's not so bad.
2: There's there's probably less than seven (laughs) All-Star selections in the entire draft. Yeah, I guess that's true, but still, so it's pretty bad. It's a lot of role players,
1: a lot of you oh, know, yeah, guys who
2: didn't have you know super long. There's careers. just not. There's basically no superstars. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. There's one guy that you kn- could have been maybe, but you know his career got cut short, so we'll talk yeah. about that in a
1: bit. But but yeah, so so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna give you our top fifteen in this 2000 NBA draft. And, I mean, are we ready to get it started, man? Or are we ready to just go ahead and jump into it?
2: Let's do it. Uh, do we need to decide who goes first? Um, by playing rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three real quick? That sounds good to me. Scissors, shoot. That's one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: That's two. Right. Hey,
2: there we, we just go. We played the
1: same thing twice. You know? <laughs> hey, that works for me. Hey, but you know what time it is.
2: All right, Christian. Who do the New Jersey Nets select? The New Jersey Nets. first overall Nets. pick. Oh, with the first overall
1: pick in the 2000 NBA draft, I went back and forth on this man, but
2: I have to give it to Mike Miller. I'm not mad at that. I, I have somebody else selected. Yeah, the original pick was Kenyon Martin, and I I would still go Kenyon Martin. You
1: still going Kmart?
2: But Mike Miller had a very sneakily good career, dude. And and, and the thing about it is, I think people forgot
1: how good Mike Miller was. And as I was going through my list, because we'll get to some more names here in a little bit, just as far as who kind of moved up. Cause a lot of names moved up, obviously. But
2: yeah, like you said, Mike Miller had a great career. Like he did. he's a beast from three. Um, also an agent now and a pretty good one. But um Oh, he is? Yeah. I oh, did not know that. A key piece of the Heat's title runs, I would say. Crap, yes. He was their sharpshooter? On oh, that team, man, he was so tall. How, how tall was Mike Miller? Like six, he was six
1: eight, a uh, six. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, think about that elevation. And he had a nice release too. See, I remember Mike Miller playing for uh, Memphis. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. That was his me. best years. Yeah. So, but
2: yeah. he had a year where he averaged almost 19 points a game. It was 19 five and four. Nice. And for his career, he shot 41 percent from three. Oh yeah. On four attempts a game, you got to think if he was playing today. Well, in 2006 uh, 07, he did average seven threes a game. <laughs> it, it, think about if he would have done that for most of his career that would have been nice if he was playing now he probably would have
1: oh without question without question because yeah like you said it's just it's it's different now so he definitely would have had the green light even more so
2: now than he did then he has zero all-star selections was rookie of the year yeah he got in the 2000 draft class he was 2005 06 six man of the year in which he averaged 13.4 points a game or 13.7 points a game that year um he was an all rookie team guy, two time NBA champ. Gotta take him first, baby. It was a it was a uh, solid career. Yes. You gotta take it because of longevity and he was solid pretty much the whole way. Yeah. I think he dealt with some injuries with the Heat. I think he had back problems. Yeah, I think, But I think there was one of the finals, I, I believe it was against my Thunder, where he went off in one game and had like twenty seven. Oh yeah. No, I I know exactly what
1: game you're talking about. And yes, he he definitely was a key cog in those Miami Heat champions. The thing about those Miami Heat teams, man, they had a squad. They did. And I don't think people know. I mean, of course they had the big three, obviously, but even from a role player standpoint, man, (laughs) the Miami Heat teams were nasty.
2: Yeah. Joel Anthony. He was He was really good. (laughs) Chill out.
1: (laughs) Okay, so okay. So I have Mike Miller one. So who do you have? So Do you want the sounder?
2: Yes, I want the sounder. We gotta make it official. Yeah, we do. With the second overall pick, the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes, the Vancouver Grizzlies.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I forgot about that. we
2: Will select Kenyon Martin. Hey! Okay. So, I like the idea of Kenyon Martin probably more than I like the actual player. And he was a solid player. He averaged 12.7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block for his career. He had an all-star season. In that season, he averaged... If I could... I think in that season he averaged sixteen points and ten rebounds, almost. Yeah. About a bo- still and a half, block and a half in that year. Um, he was—he is another guy that has longevity on his side. He does. He—he he was a solid player basically his entire career. But it—it I it always felt like he could have been better. He should have. Oh, he could have been, been better. Better. And he should have been better. But I think he's a guy that if you translated him to the day today, maybe he'd be better because he's kind of a switchable defender you think so and all kinds of stuff like that yeah but his jump shot wasn't quite there and you know for a big man he was six nine, yeah. but still to shoot 48 percent from the field isn't amazing
1: he averaged what 12.3 a game you know seven rebounds so he was you know
2: he did have back-to-back years where he averaged 16.7 and about nine rebounds a game so that was pretty good uh the second best player on a new jersey nets team that went to the finals.
1: Yeah, but they ran into that roadblock that was the LA Lakers. That, that yeah, they was, also
2: that was a good Nets team though. Mm, they may be the worst finals team, right? I mean, that's a that's not a great team. That team or the 2009
1: Magic. Even though they had no, Dwight. No, Magic would wash them. You, you think so? Yes. But, hey, I don't know. I think J.K. might have had a fun time with that Magic team, even though you did have Dwight on the inside of them. We thing.
2: have a uh, another member of that Magic team that will be drafted probably here soon. But um,
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> hey, he's, uh,
2: we'll, we'll see who uh gets him. But, uh, yeah, I think that Magic team was actually kind of good because it was a revolutionary, you know, offense. It was a four-out, one-in. They had a bunch of guys shooting a bunch of threes and opened up the paint for pick and rolls for Dwight Howard. With Dwight, man, Dwight, that
1: see, that was a system right there that really like opened a lot of people's eyes for Dwight Howard because he was already a monster. But that right there really let him thrive. Oh, my gosh.
2: I also like Kenyon Martin, because there's a lot of guys in the NBA that pretend to be tough guys. <laughs> Kenya Martin was a tough guy. See,
1: it ain't even a fact. No, You never question his toughness just was mean man he like, was. like Kmart was just mad he he was mad but he was smiling all the time with his anger that's when you know somebody's crazy
2: there was a uh story of one of his teammates that was joking around with him and came k K-Mart was like stop <laughs> and they they stopped they were scared his teammates were scared of him see is that a good thing mm, probably not <laughs> i mean it's it's uh, it's okay to, he's you know, kind like, of
1: a scary guy though he really is he, he is now now his son is you know playing ball Play for the and Rockets. stuff yeah, yeah but i'm Scary guy,
2: man. I, I don't know about that. But yeah, Kenya Martin. I like him. He's an above-average athlete. I think he was a pretty good defender, and he was a, he was a solid player for you know twelve years. Okay, all so,
1: right. Second overall. Second. Okay, you got second. Well, I guess it's uh, guess I'll hit you with this one. With the third pick, you know where I'm
2: going, Jamal Crawford. Okay. Oh yeah. Your Los Angeles Clippers get Jamal Crawford. <laughs> yeah. He would he would end up there. Later in his career, yeah. Later in his
1: career, three-time six man of the year, one of the best, Jamal Crawford or Manu Ginobili, best six man. Manu Ginobili, he's a legend. Come on now, but hey, I will say John Havlicek. (laughs)
2: Hey, you chill out. (laughs) I'm taking Jamal Crawford every time. Stats-wise, John Havlicek is probably the best of all time, but realistically. (laughs) Realistically, of, I'm taking Manu.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would. But yeah, Jamal Crawford, I, I, I've i always respected Jamal Crawford. You took a shot at him in the hallway, Christian. I don't know how I feel about that, man. You said his flashiness outshined
2: his actual career. Yes, I, I know, think oh, man. I think that he was so flashy that he was fun to watch.
1: It was. He was real fun to watch. And but I mean,
2: he wasn't super effective.
1: Well, he averaged uh, 14.6 a game, you know, two and a half rebounds, a few assists. So he was right there as far as just right there in the middle. But he did. Since his career was so long, he almost had 20,000 points. He was right there. He had like 19,400 and something. But, yeah, I just feel like there was never a situation where Jamal Crawford was on a team that was competing for a championship. Well, let me take that back. Shh, the Clippers should have. That's what I was about. You said it before I could. That team Was supposed to be the team that he was actually fighting for a championship with. But I I like Jamal
2: Crawford, man. I will give you that. He was on a bunch of bad teams. Yes. He started out for Chicago. He was okay there. He went to the New York Knicks, who sucked. (laughs) He played for Atlanta for a year, who weren't very good. That was the Joe Johnson Atlanta. That was, you know, mediocre. Yeah. Uh, He played for Golden State for a little bit, and they weren't any good at that point. Portland, kind of forgot about that one. That was before Damian Lillard. Dang, and, then he went to the Clippers, too. and then he went to the Clippers and he was he was good there. Uh although he did have a season where he shot below 40%. Um he had multiple seasons where he shot below 40%. And that's that's mostly you're where right. yeah, my gripe is that guess. he was he was the prototypical sixth man. You know? Yeah. Jordan Quarkson. I mean, you just come in and <laughs> you put up a bunch of shots and you put up some points, and some nights you're great, and some nights you're not. Yeah.
1: But I feel like most nights he got the job done. That's why he won the award so much. Because he really was that spark off the bench for the team when they needed him. Even though it was sometimes, you know,
2: a little trigger-happy, may shoot himself out of a Yeah. Game, but He I was a very... His skill couldn't be denied. I mean, he was a very skilled player. Man. I just feel like his, his flashiness did outshine the actual impact that he did have. I can understand that. I, I, um, I guess I can get with that. I don't think he's a guy where... Like Manu, where I think he was held back by the six-man role, where if you started him, he would have been even better. I think if you started Jamal Crawford, he may have been worse. You think so? Or he would have been the same, anyway. I think, see, I I can kind of feel what you're saying because a lot of people said, you know,
1: Manu was on another team, he'd be starting. I just felt like Manu loved that role. I really do because he— Maybe he he did. You know, it did kind of— not to say change the way he played, but it was exactly how San Antonio structured their offense. When
2: Manu uh, comes in, it's pretty much the Manu show. But the years where he started, one of them, he was an all-star. I think he started two two years and he was an all-star. One oh, of the years right. he did start. So, But
1: you think Jamal Crawford comes in and he's... He, I think he's pretty much the same player. Think so? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't think... Because he did play a lot of minutes, I just think he kind of feasted off playing against backups in a lot of cases. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All right, so let me see. I got Jamal Crawford at three, so uh, you ready for this one?
2: Yes. Fourth overall, I have the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Taking Hito Turkoglu. hey, that's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. No,
2: wait, 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 wait.
1: Uh-oh,
2: oh Hito Turgaloo is not getting taken wait. because I'm actually taking Michael Redd. Oh, so on my board, Dude. I was looking at who I had fourth, and it was Hito Turgaloo. I think he's the fourth best player in the class. But I have Michael Red as the third best player in the class, so I'm going to take him. Dude,
1: I swear I was hoping
2: you took no, because no, no, I'll no.
1: have Michael Red coming up next. I will, we'll get Michael
2: Red, in my opinion, is the best player in this NBA draft, in this draft. It's it's not particularly close.
1: Dang, that's how you feel?
2: Um, The Dang. problem is he couldn't stay healthy.
1: Yeah, that, that's true, and he was. Um, I mean, average. I mean, he almost had twelve thousand points himself.
2: Yeah, and his his peak. I mean, in two thousand three to four, he averaged twenty two points a game, pretty much. Oof. And then in two thousand eight and nine was the last year he really was himself, and he averaged twenty one that year. But starting in two thousand three two thousand four, he played eighty two games, seventy five games, eighty games, which is good. And then it starts to tell off 53 games, 71 games, 33, man, 18, yeah, (laughs) 10. So, yeah, I mean, he just couldn't stay healthy. And it sucks because he was an all-star and he did make an all-NBA team. Yeah, he did. The only in this class that did. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think he was the best player in this draft. He averaged 19 for his career, four rebounds, two assists. He shot 45% from the field and 38% from three.
1: Yeah. I, I I guess I can get with that. I I just didn't want you to pick him. I really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I If think he stays you're right healthy, man, he's number one he's, in this class. I think so too. And what did he originally go? How far down the line was he? Oh, he
2: was uh he was let's somewhere. see. Let me see. It was forty something, wasn't it?
1: Uh yeah. Second round, forty third pick. Forty third overall. Like, that's ridiculous. You look at some of these other names that went over them. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of bad players in this draft. It's a whole bunch of mess. Well, I guess I'll do this real quick before we hit this break and go ahead and get a uh, number five in. It's Hito Turkoglu. I mean, we yeah, already knew that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny because Hito, we talked about him being the, <laughs> not to say the poor man's pager, but we always talked about him being, you know, kind of in that pager realm. I personally feel like as an overall player, Hido was better. That's just me. His
2: overall game. How do you feel? You know I think Paja was a better player. You think so? Yes. I don't
1: know, man.
2: I think he was for longer, also.
1: What happened to my screen? Okay, there it goes.
2: But, um. hedo did uh, get a most improved player it, in 08. Yes. It is strange. He had a very strange career, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh. He started out with the Sacramento Kings, and that's where he kind of got the Paige Stojakovic comparisons because yeah. he was playing with Peja Stojakovic. But they didn't quite use him the right way, Yeah, which is weird because they used Peja the right way, but they wouldn't use him in that way. So he played for Sacramento for three years, and they couldn't really figure out how to use him. Uh, in those years, he shot about 42%, 36%. Only played about 20 minutes a game. Like he goes that. to San Antonio in 3 04. They still couldn't really figure out how to use him, which is strange because... They ended up having Boris Diaw later, and they're kind of similar players, except for I think Hedo's yeah. better. Yeah, I think um,
1: so. Too. Yeah, see, I, I shouldn't and they say used him better the right than Peja, way. But I feel like he, I really liked his game. And I yeah, felt he like maybe he's a better, better
2: passer. He's a better passer. Yeah, I, I can get with that. Um, could probably handle the ball more than Paiza too. I'm
1: saying I, I like,
2: Hito. but in terms of shooting, I'll take will take no Paiza. You have you <laughs>
1: have to like Paiza. Yeah, no, you have to take him.
2: Um, but then he goes to Orlando, and he's part of that. Uh, innovation that we talked about, innovation, Stan Van Gundy, two words, two things you wouldn't (laughs) need to put together, but it happened. Uh, And in 07-08, he played 82 games, and he was the most improved player of the year that year. He averaged about 20 points a game, six rebounds, five assists that year. Oh, he was hoping. And he shot 46% from the field and 40% from three. He's exactly what you would want in a four today yeah he really is he, he really is He's a playmaking four that can shoot the three
1: see that it's it's crazy because i think that's another reason why some of the teams were kind of struggling to put him in the right role because they didn't understand it exactly how they should use him yet but yeah like right Point now forwards
2: weren't as uh popular then
1: yeah but man yeah
2: i think he would eat well uh in the nba this year come back yeah in. i did too but you could also make the argument that you know what made him rare then is not rare anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Well, we, we're
1: we're five in, and we still got ten more to go. i say the next five will be interesting. Those last five may be a little questionable. It's a bunch of guys <laughs>
2: that are uh,
1: not great. Uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of uh, Chris Mim action going on in that uh, I don't bar. have Chris Mim in mine. <laughs> you didn't put Chris Mim in there? No. I put him in mine. He got a second team all-rookie. That's the only thing you That's have. the only thing have. All right, when we get back, we'll hit that next five right here on Double Tech.
0: Do I Don't sweat the technique
1: Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Mr. Weaver. 2000 NBA Draft Redraft Show. Who's leading right now? Who, who has the best squad? Who, who do you have? I guess uh, I guess you only got two players. I
2: got three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have Kenyon and Michael and I, Red. I, yeah, also have, I have Michael Red. That's a pretty good squad. That's a pretty good squad. It's pretty Proud. good. Two. Man, that is pretty good. Gonna be a phone, I like this. Alright, so now do you, Go ahead. you notice that the Orlando Magic have like three picks in this water?
1: What deal did they They traded make? them. What was that deal? Do you remember do you remember why they had so many picks? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, there was some deal done for them to get all those picks. I bet one of them was probably like the last shack pick or something. Probably. That makes sense. Because it
2: probably held on for years and years
1: down the line. So yeah, that's crazy. Golly.
2: They traded uh, two of them. That's going to be y'all. They traded uh, Kenyon Dooling to the Clippers, and they traded Courtney Alexander to Dallas. Do you remember either one of those players? I remember
1: uh, Keon Dooling.
2: That name I, I do, do remember. remember I do remember I think he played for the Bulls at one point. I could be wrong. Maybe the Celtics? I
1: don't know. I think it was the Bulls. I think you're right. I think you're
2: right. right. I remember his name. He's not in this
1: redraft. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not. He is not in my top 15. He po- he possibly could have been. He may
2: he's like honorable mention right on the outside.
1: Cause I'm telling you my bottom five. I, I it's not good. I could have got some different names. A lot a lot. Well, we'll get to it when I don't we get know, to man. It. <laughs> there's
2: there's not many names left. Oh, uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. All right, all right, all right. Enough of that, enough of that. Where we at? Where we at? Here we go. We're at sixth overall, the Atlanta Hawks take Morris Peterson. Oh, ho, ho, Mo Pete. You know what? When is the last time you heard the name Morris Peterson? Probably the last time he was playing. Which he Ten was, years You ago. know, <laughs>
1: like that was probably the last time I heard that name mentioned. Dude, that's a good pickup, man. I, I'm not mad at that at all.
2: So there's a few candidates that could have went here, but I ended up choosing Mo Pete because I like that he can shoot. And at this point, we're done with, you know, I'm looking for a quality role player. At this it. point. So and I think he's a quality role player. He had a couple seasons where he averaged 14 points. His best season he averaged 17 points and five rebounds. For his career, he shot thirty seven percent from three. He was hoisting up about four or five there in the mid two thousands, which is nice. Man, uh
1: I need some size balls.
2: Yeah. He's <laughs> six seven. I, I like I like Mo Pete. I remember him on the Raptors. I think uh he was on that Raptors team that Kobe dropped eighty one on. I'm pretty sure he was.
1: Yes, he was. (laughs) You better believe he was. Probably guarded
2: him at one point. Oh man, I tried to. Everybody tried. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. So yeah, I'm going to take him because I like that he's a knockdown shooter. See, your team is is shaping up well.
1: And oh, I don't know. See, now I don't. I don't. I don't like you, Christian, because now you're you're making me change my picks because I need to get a better team.
2: So we're no, 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 no. It's not you drafting him it's the team drafting him so you're just best in, you're drafting the best player yeah i, I guess you're not you're trying right. to make a team of your own
1: but see now mentally you're making me make a team of my own i'm, I'm looking at it and i'm like who do i need to fit with these guys but you're, you're right you're right i'm not gonna do that i just i like how your squad is shaping up i'm just saying i i, I do like how your squad is shaping up so you pick mo Pete. that's a good i pick think I'm i making.
2: know who you're going with for this next pick do you
1: yeah you don't know
2: you don't know all right, with the
1: seventh pick in the two thousand NBA redraft, I'm gonna go. Mm, give me uh give me Desmond Mason. Give me Desmond really? Mason. I, I, I'm gonna tell you why in a second. And I'm S- go.
2: six through eight for me are very close. Yeah, and I bet we have the same, probably same three players. Yeah. So, so were you gonna take Mo Pete seven or would you have took, uh, or six or would you have took? Q Rich. Okay. He was he was right up there. I was fighting between those. It was two. between those two for me.
1: Yeah. So the, the reason, I kind of like Desmond Mason. I, I, I did too. Actually...
2: Uh, I like Desmond Mason. He's a very good athlete. Very good energy guy. Yeah. The only problem is he couldn't shoot at Boy, all. He
1: couldn't. But he can attack and like very athletic. He averaged 12.1 over the course of his career, four and a half rebounds. That's all good. But yeah, I, I think you're right. That was probably one of his stay- Hey, That's why he won a dunk contest and a mm-hmm. three-point contest. But but yeah, man, I, I like Desmond Mason, and I think that would have been a, a good pick, or it was a good pick because he actually uh let me see what um where did Desmond Mason go?
2: He went seventeenth. Yeah, he went to see C- that's right because he went to the Super he improved Sinet. his value. Yep. So, uh, he had a season where he averaged seventeen points a game. He made sixty six career threes over the course of eleven years. A whopping six per season. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so god. So he was six seven, and he could not shoot. Mm. A player. That doesn't exist in today's NBA, really. You can't. You're not... There's no way. Who are you? The only way he'd be able to do it is if, you know, he was grabbing more boards and he was passing the ball more. That's the thing about today's NBA. The threshold for playmaking has raised so much. Oh, crap, yes. Like, back in the day, you could get away with, you know, one assist a game, stuff like that. Today, if you're not passing, or if, you know, you can't pass... Probably not going to see the floor. Dude, you have to add, uh, you hit the
1: nail on the head. You have to add value to your team if you're not doing anything. Yeah. Straight up. Like, if, if you're, you got to get everybody else involved, some kind of way have an effect on the game. You can't just be out there averaging 20 minutes.
2: It's, it's <laughs> like, you know, we used to see or not see centers get assists and stuff like that. But now, Joel, Kat, Jokic, of course, one yes. of the best passers of all time. Uh, Bam. Yeah even Rudy to a certain extent. It's like they can all, they're all capable of passing.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And it's, it's crazy. Cause you think about like, not even the centers of old, but just the fact that those centers that you just spoke of when they catch the ball down low and not even down low, just kind of in the perimeter, how they're looking all over the place. A lot of the times it used to be big man catches it down there. He's looking to post up and get the bucket, get the score, get the foul, one or the other, but now they catch the ball and, they're always in a position to pass the ball. Quick slasher going this way. It, it does change, man. It, it really does change.
2: Yeah, like at the three and four and five position, it was rare to have a guy that could play make. Yeah, that's why guys like Hito or Lamar Odom were so rare. Oh, now it's just the norm. Like you can't have somebody that's you know unable to pass. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: right with you on that. So yes, I got uh Seven Desmond Mason. Mace going. All right, let's see. You ready for this?
2: Yes. So at eight overall, I will have Quentin Richardson. Yeah, going. I was torn. I should have got. I Q was Rich. torn between him and <laughs> Morris Peterson. Yeah, but what ended up swaying me to Mo Pete is that Q Rich was pretty inefficient. For his career, he shot 39% from the field.
1: Yeah, I saw that too.
2: Shot 36% from three. And I think if he would have stayed with Phoenix, he probably would have had a much better career. Think so? Yeah. Because in his year with Phoenix, in 2004, 2005, he was shooting eight threes a game. Whoa. He was shooting that's that insane! Many? Like, wow. Like, especially, what year was that? 2004, 2005. Yeah, he that's... was probably shooting just as many as some other teams. That's bananas, man. Um, and he shot thirty six percent that year. He shot thirty nine percent overall, but he shot thirteen times a game, and eight of them were from three. So it kind of, I mean, it's kind of gonna bring your shooting percentage down. That year, he averaged fifteen points, six rebounds, two assists a game. Uh, I think there's a timeline where he stays with Phoenix and is a much better player, but he ended up going to the New York Knicks, and he was fairly inefficient there. He shot forty two percent, thirty six percent. in his time there. He had. (laughs) I didn't know he was shooting every three that year. That's crazy. Five, six, seven. He had seven seasons where he shot below 40%. Yeah, that's tough. It's pretty bad. That's tough. So that's the only thing that knocked him down for me. But I do think he's a talented player. And, you know, there's certain timelines where he could have been a much better player (laughs) than he actually was. Yeah. Q Rich. That's eighth overall to the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. Well, let me uh hit you with this. Now it starts going
1: a little more downhill. A, a little bit. Yeah, let's find out how far downhill it'll go. Sorry, Christian. I hate to break up the tandem, but uh, I'm taking Darius Miles at uh, my okay. eighth pick. I kind of wanted to keep him and Q Rich together so they can run down the court, you know, doing the classic. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm taking Darius Miles. Because, well, for one, as we get a little farther down, it's going to get a little tougher. Yeah. But you you, talk, you say it all all the time about a different timeline. Man, Darius Miles should have been so much better than he
2: was. He should have been. He, he should have
1: been. Yeah, but injuries, you know how that goes. While he was playing, I mean, he averaged 10 points, almost five rebounds, couple of assists. But he just, you know, couldn't play. His total of points was only 4,500 over the course of his career. Man, that's pretty bad. I know. And it's like you look at a lot of these players who – A lot of times, if you're tickling 10,000, I feel like, you know, you had a pretty good career. Longevity was there. I mean, most of the guys at the top of the list are in the 10,000s or close to it. But yeah, Darius Miles only having 4,500 points over the course of his career doesn't even seem right.
2: It doesn't, (laughs) because I do think he was a pretty talented player. Yes. And he was pretty solid defensively. Switchability was good. Um, But injuries pretty much just cut him short. His first... Four years in the league. I mean, he was fairly available, and then that next year he, well, that next year he was pretty good too. I think it was o four o five. It started getting worse. I think so. Sixty three games, forty games. Then he didn't play the next two years. I mean, after o five o six, his that career was a was, wrap. It was over. Yeah. Um. He tried to make a comeback with Memphis, and it didn't go that well. <laughs> um. But he's he's a guy. I think. He, he was going to go around here for me. He was actually going to go at 10th overall. But he's a guy that could have had a much better career. Yeah. Um, You remember when he was with Cleveland and they were going to draft, or they drafted LeBron James, and he's like, Rookie's not going to come in here and be the best player or something like that. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, I, for- I think he is. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Oh, man. Jeez, that's
2: crazy. God. Yeah. <laughs> He almost averaged a, a steal and a block for his career. Pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: yeah it's just one of those situations where, you know, you, you look at him and he could have been a better player. Should have been. I, and I don't even want to say better. It's just the, the luck of the draw. It happens. But I just wish his career would have thrived a little bit more. Because I always like Darius Miles.
2: Yeah. I like those 6'9 uh, athletic forwards. Yes, and he could get up there, boy. Like he he could. It was. There's another one in this draft that'll probably go in not too long. I know. <laughs> I, 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 that I, went very high in this draft, really high. And I liked him, but
1: yeah, he probably shouldn't have went as high as he did compared to some of these other guys. He was good, but yeah, he could have been better. I guess you have a uh, yeah. The next pick before we hit this break, they pick ten. Yes, hold on. Wait, wait, wait for it.
2: Wait for it. For Orlando, that. Did get sent to the Clippers, but anyway, um, I'm gonna take Jamal McGlure.
1: Hey, Jamal McGlure. Okay, maybe. Oh, 4 All Star.
2: Yeah, we were talking about Andrew Wiggins being maybe the worst All Star, <laughs> All Star starter. Yeah, which he may be, but I um, know. I don't know. I don't think Jamal McGlure was starting. No, 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 he wasn't starting. Um, <laughs> but he's he's one of the worst All Stars of all time. I would say.
1: Yeah, probably so.
2: I think in his all star year, he averaged 14 points and 10 rebounds.
1: It was a decent year. It was it's not all star. No, but but it's funny. I think you,
2: Tyson Chandler had a similar season where he was an all star too, though.
1: Dude, what was it about that 04 year that this class was just all starred up? Because Kmart was all star. Michael Ray was an all star. Something about 2004. Like these guys were hot.
2: <laughs> yeah. So there's not really much to say about Jam- Jamal McGuire, but. For his career, he averaged seven points and seven rebounds.
1: Hooray! <laughs> it's
2: getting sketchy he, down, he down there, a, He was a serviceable starting big man for half his career. Oh, man. That's all we got. For three years, <laughs> he averaged above ten points a game. He averaged around eight rebounds a game for his prime. I mean, there's not much more to say about Jamal McGuire.
1: Yeah, But you know what? I feel like, because let's see, he went... Where did he go in the original draft? Where did he go? He went
2: 19th overall to Charlotte.
1: Okay, so he actually improved his stock. He did. As far as the the double-tech draft goes, he went up a few notches, so... That's not necessarily him. (laughs) It's mostly the class being so bad. Uh, Yeah, but hey, that just means in his class, he was better than they originally thought yes. compared to some of the other guys. And boy, I'm, I'm just looking at the, like, the original top 10, Well, we knocked a lot of these guys out. They ain't even making our top anything.
2: Yeah, they're <laughs> not Oh, that oh good. my
1: gosh. Uh, but yeah, it, it's about to get uh it's about to get real sketchy now. That was the uh that was the 10th pick right there, so <laughs> the rest of the five they're not very good. <laughs> it's about to get fun. I know who I'm picking for 11 for sure. Like and I and I love this guy. It's just I couldn't put him in my top five or ten, I guess. Cause, but I'm I'm gonna get him now. But when we <laughs> okay. c- when we come back, we got the last five of our 2000 NBA redraft. We we'll right back on double take. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB Pop Weaver, NBA 2000 Redraft. How we feeling, man? It's getting desperate. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. But you know what? I feel like we did really well for the first 10. The first five were easy.
2: Yeah. But those guys actually had solid NBA careers. Yeah. So I don't think it's so bad. I mean, there's a few guys here that played like 10 years in the NBA. They just weren't that good. That's what I say. Were they? They were you know, factors for their yeah sports. yeah they were just you know role players yeah that really weren't that how quality role <laughs> players but <laughs> hey man they made it to they the they kept league. the job exactly
1: boy I swear can you can you imagine like some of these players now if they will be getting like super paid for their positions do you think anybody on this list will be getting like an insane amount of money we we see a lot of players who you know. Sometimes we say, wow, they're getting way too much money. Uh, do you think anybody would get super paid
2: on this list? If Duncan Robinson can can get ninety mil, <laughs> Mike Miller can get ninety mil. Oh, so, facts. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mike could get paid. I think so too. Jamal would probably he'd probably command a decent amount of money. Um Michael Redd, if he was healthy, would be probably a max player. Kmart? Uh yeah, Kmart could get, you know, twenty. 3 million years, or something oh, like
1: that. Man. These, see, that's what I'm
2: saying. That, that, Hito that, could get yeah. 20-something million. 20-something million. Yep,
1: that's I think so, too, yeah. Whew, I, th- I think those probably would be the highest paid guys on the list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All, right, we, all right, let's see. We're at uh, number 11 on our draft board. Number 11, if I can get to it. Oh, this would have been the Celtics picking this one, wouldn't it? Yes, it would have. mile Swift out of I had his college and I lost it. LSU. Uh, thank you, Strohmile Swift. I- I'm gonna tell you, Stroh was one of those guys. I used to always think of him as a poor man's Amari Stoudemire. Uh, that's just how kind I, of I, you know what like I mean.
2: Destitute Amari Stoudemire, Stoudemire
0: but <laughs> man. Yes,
1: because he was. He had like the length, the size, you know, the athleticism. And during that time, like with Memphis, when there was him and, and Mike Miller and Shane Battier and Lorenzen Wright and, oh, dude, that, that was a nice little squad. I feel like that's where he really thrived, but he never really took that next No, loop. he didn't. He, he should have been so much better because he had the tools. And, you know, playing with the team that he did have, I felt like, you know, Memphis at that time, they were kind of middle of the pack. I liked him a lot because Pau Jason Williams was fun times. But I just feel like Stroh Miles Swift, the potential was always there. He just didn't make that next leap. That was the only problem with Stroh. And he went, what, second
2: in this yeah, draft. Yeah, he went second overall. Yeah. Um, Another 6'9", athletic power forward. Man! That uh, could dunk on you and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I, like I've said with many people, I think there's many timelines where he has a better career. But the timeline that played out, he didn't.
1: Didn't work out for him.
2: He averaged, you know, eight points for his career, five rebounds, a block and a steal a, a game. No, wait. Not a steal a game. He did average a block a game, though. Uh, shot 47% from the field. He had a nasty dunk on Dirk Nowitzki one time. I think I remember that. Uh, I think I do remember that. He's a very fun player. He was. He was really fun. It's just taking that Yeah, leap. he just... He was it just never happened for him. Very strange. Yep, so. He only played 20 minutes a game for his career.
1: How crazy so I mean
2: 8 that? points and 5 rebounds in 20 minutes a game is pretty solid production. I bumped that man. He should
1: have been playing more and averaging more. He should have been. I just felt like from the NBA held him back. <laughs> but see, I don't even want to say that. I just you you hate to see it because there's so much potential with some of these guys. It's like were they just not in the best situation for them? I always thought he was in a good situation. But I guess it just didn't work out that way. All right, where we at? Where we at?
2: That was uh, 11th. Yeah, we're All at 12. Right. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks. This is the guy I actually had at 11. All Eddie right. House. Hey, I'm taking no. Eddie House. Hey, I'm not mad at that one. So... uh Champion with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Very bad point guard. Very oh, dude. bad point guard. No. But really good shooter.
1: Okay, see you. You're not wrong, but you ain't have to lead with the very bad point guard part.
2: Very strange to be a shooting specialist at six one. Oh, he could, light but it he up. was. He could light it up too. He came in. He knew his role. He got three pointers up, and he hit him. Who was that? That like slapped him on the back of the head, or he
1: slapped him in the back of the head. Mm, I have I to pull it up, but yeah, it was somebody that he hit a three on and he slapped in the back <laughs> of the head. I can't remember who it was.
2: He should have been shooting more threes a game to be honest. Oh, but man. um for his career he played about 17 minutes a game and shot three threes a game in his so-called prime years <laughs> with the Boston Celtics. He was shooting about uh
1: <laughs> so-called <bro. laughs>
2: He was shooting about four a game with the Boston Celtics oh. and he was playing about seventeen minutes a game, so it was getting a little bit better. But uh, 39% on that, 41% from the field. He averaged about 10 points a game one year. Oh man! Averaged seven points for his career, <laughs> 1.6 assists, uh, 1.7 rebounds. This is what it's getting to, guys. <laughs> yeah, but
1: he numbers, could shoot.
2: I'll give him that. The,
1: the numbers aren't the best. I
2: he could shoot.
1: Oh man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying Did to find Did he not
2: get a ring for the. No, okay. They lost to the Mavericks. I was thinking he was on the Miami the team Miami after team. that year.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, he tried to come in and, and work that same magic. <laughs> okay, that's what it was. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, Eddie House. I, he hit the three on, um, on Ray for Austin, aka Skip uh, to My Loop. Yeah, yeah, and then. <laughs> after he hit the three on him. Rip Austin slapped him in the back of the head. (laughs) Yes, I
2: do remember that, actually.
1: (laughs) Like, he just slapped him in the back of the head. Like, what in the world? Like, first off, why were you so angry? Because, like, all right, he hit the shot. Yeah, he hit the shot on him and slapped him in the back of the head. Like, what you you mad about,
2: dude?
1: Like, come on now. Chill out. Okay, so you got Eddie House at 12.
2: Oh, man. There's going to be some of these drafts where there's actually good players all through through 15. I know. I can't wait for those.
1: 2001's wonder. Probably not. <laughs> All right, at uh 13, I'm going to hit you with a name that you may remember, Christian. And it's special to my heart because he had to have a lot of heart. Speedy Claxton. Claxton. <laughs> yes, sir. 2003 NBA champion. You better believe it. He was a role player at that point in time. I mean a very small role player at that yes. time. That was with the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, it was it yeah. was. Oh, three. So yeah, I, I like Speedy. I mean, he averaged 9.3 points a game. Only had a total of like 3,000, right at the 3,000 mark. But I always liked this game and I and I gave him mad props because Speedy Claxton was like my height. Yeah, he was short. And I think he may have been shorter than me to be honest. You know how they they had him listed as 5'11. I don't think it was 5'11. He was probably more like 5'8. But no, Speedy Claxton came in, gave you heart, gave you minutes. I think in this draft at this point in time, <laughs> all these players, no, nobody's going to be a breakout all-star no, in, his, no. in these last five. But I always like Speedy, man. I always did. And he actually, let me see, he got drafted 20th. Yeah, he got drafted by Philadelphia 76ers in the actual draft. So he went up a little bit in mine. I got him going at 13 on mine.
2: Um, And he's an NBA champion. You can't forget about Yeah, him. the only thing about him is he shot 20% from three hey, as, chill a, out. as a short man. Chill
1: out. Well, first and foremost, you, you know can't how, be
2: short and not be able to shoot. But you know how far out that was for him? I mean, that's a good dang, point. It's like me shooting the NBA three, dude. Isaiah Thomas was at him, though, when he was in Boston. Hey, well. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can't be short and not be able to shoot. That's the only thing for me. But it's all about heart, but, man. Yes, he's got the heart. He got to have heart. And it's about drive and it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. And he had it, you know? Did he take what was his? Yeah, he did. Okay. He made it to the NBA and he was the NBA champion. And
1: that's the end game, right? Sort of. And get
2: paid. So would you rather be an NBA champion or be an all-star? Oh, man.
1: See, it depends on what kind of champion you're talking about. Because there are lots of NBA champions who you forget are NBA champions. It's like, would you trade
2: Andre Iguodala's career for Carmelo Anthony's? Oh, crap, yes. You'd rather be Andre Iguodala? No,
1: I'd rather be Carmelo Anthony. Okay, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'd rather be Melo and, you know... Respect to Andre Godala, but... Melo's better. Melo is obviously better, like, without question. And he's, a, like, Andre Godala's a champion. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's a sticky situation, but me, without flinching, I'm going to take Melo's career. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe if we switch the players, maybe you could f- make it a little bit tougher, but I think that's one of those that it's like, okay, yeah, he's a champion, but it's Andre Godala, and it's
2: Carmelo Anthony, one of the best scorers ever. Would you rather have Darren Williams' career... Or Chauncey Billups?
1: Oh, see.
2: That's sort of close. That's what least. I was about to
1: say. I, I like uh, Big Shot. I, I really did like Chauncey's game. I think Darren Williams was probably more athletic, but Chauncey hit some big shots, boy. Yeah. And he got that ring, and he was, he was a good player. I'd probably go Chauncey still.
2: Yeah, if Darren Williams wouldn't have fought off with the, the Nets. Yeah. Cause you Darren was, yeah, he was great.
1: unstoppable, like that dude was a monster. But yeah, I probably would still go. Would Johnson. you
2: rather have Stephen Curry's career or Marcelo Hurtas?
1: <laughs> See, so you ought to be ashamed of yourself for even asking that question. Of course, Marcelo. what are you thinking, yeah. officer? Oh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's that, that's such a sticky situation because when you have these players that are superstars, Carmelo Anthony. It's like that's the only thing you can say about them is that they didn't get a ring. Not about how good they are, their career, anything else. That's I'd the rather only be the thing. superior player, though. Me, too. But I feel like, like what's that you get to that certain status where that's the only thing people talk about now. You've achieved greatness. We know how good you are. Now let's get that ring because Kevin Durant was kind of in that same boat as well. So and I know Melo wants it, too, because he's. Dude, think about Carmelo in the Olympics. We talk about this all the time. That may be one of the greatest players ever. I, yeah. I would probably take Hoodie Melo and then above that Olympic, Olympic Melo. Melo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He hits
2: everything. I don't even think he missed a shot in the Olympics. Amari Stoudemire was top 75 all the time, right? Was he? I can't
1: remember. He had to be, didn't he?
2: I can't remember. Let me see. I was going to say, would you rather have AD's career or Amari Stoudemire's?
1: Oh, man. You know how much I hate AD now.
2: Uh, let, me, let me see. Um, dude. Mari Stoudemire is not on the list. That's crazy.
1: That's crazy. Like, for real? Is that right?
2: I think for half a decade, he was top 10 MVP voting. So he's one of the top 10 best players in the league during that time. Um, you can't tell me <laughs> that Dave DeBusher is better than him. Depends on who you ask. can't tell me that Bill Bradley is better than him. But anyway, um, I think I would still take AD there, though. Yeah.
1: Defensively. You, you got to, because see that's the problem with ad we always say a healthy ad oh, you, s- you see what kendrick perkins said yesterday What say? i missed it said ad's gonna be mvp this year chill out man <laughs> <laughs> Chill, chill out. just let's just hope he makes it through the season like that's you know baby steps let's just say hey ad's gonna play the whole season or hey ad's gonna help the lakers make the playoffs You're talking about mvp chill out chill out bro what pick are we on now uh <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we got off track. Uh I picked Speedy Claxton at 13, so you are I'm on 14? Yes. Where are we at? Let all me, right. Let me get
2: my... <laughs> Here we are. At 14th overall, the Detroit Pistons select Deshaun Stevenson.
1: Hey! I had him, and I was going to pick him over Speedy Claxton, but like I said, it's, about drive, it's I, by drives,
2: it's about power. I kind right. of really like Deshaun Stevenson, and I don't know why. <laughs> He was a solid shooter at some points of his career. I think he was more talented than his stats would indicate. Yeah. But, I mean, he averaged seven points and two rebounds and two assists for his career. And he shot 41% and 34% from three. <laughs> and he had, you know, quite a few seasons where he shot below 40% from the field, which sucks. Had seasons where he shot below 30% from three, which sucks. Bang. But, um, on that Dallas run, he was crucial.
1: Oh, dude. For real.
2: He was a big part of that. And I like that. And with the Washington Wizards, he was pretty good. He was the LeBron stopper, although nobody could stop LeBron.
1: (laughs) Oh, shoot. Uh, I felt like Deshaun Stevenson thought he was the stopper
2: of a lot of people at one point in time. I also like that he wore the number 92, and I don't know why,
1: but I like it. I feel like it was an ode to Dennis Rodman being 91 on those Chicago Bulls teams, and he was like, you know what?
2: I like like the number 92. I don't know why. I think it's probably because of him. Like nobody wears that, think so? Yeah,
1: hey, but yeah, I don't mind that. Deshaun Stevens pick, I don't mind that. Okay, let's see. Yeah, here we go.
0: <laughs>
1: 15 Christian. Um, do
2: I go Chris Milm or do I go Mark Manson? <laughs> I'm going, I would go neither. Uh, who you going? So I would go Joe Pris Bill. You think so? Yeah. Let
1: me see. I have his averages and stuff. I mean,
2: none of them are fantastic yeah. selections, but Pris Bill averaged four points and six rebounds <laughs> in a block a game. When he started for the Trailblazers, he was actually decent. Yeah. I mean, he averaged about seven rebounds a game when he was starting there. Yeah. And over two blocks a game a few times. Hey, but uh Mark Madsen averaged uh two point two points a game
1: yeah and uh about 975 I think points also,
2: total <laughs> joe prisbilla's nickname gives him the gives him the uh edge what's his nickname the vanilla gorilla
1: <laughs> wait but mark mass's nickname is uh mark was madman i think so yeah. and remember the dance he did after lakers won the championship in 2000 yeah see you gotta give him that 15th slide just off the strength of the dance
2: right oh my i didn't mean to play that again <laughs> So you're picking Chris Mim. I'm going Mark Madsen. Oh, okay. That's a terrible pick.
1: Don't get it twisted. It's a bad pick, but I like Mark Madsen. He's a two-time NBA champion. Average 2.2 points a
2: game. It's like Adam Morrison being a champion. <laughs>
1: yeah, but he's like I said, he 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 was a key cog. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you wouldn't even let me get it out because you're right. He was not. But
2: so I go Chris Mim. Bro. That is the completion of the... The 2000 redraft, it was uh, it was pretty bad down the stretch there. It was. There's a few players that didn't get picked that I would have maybe picked, Joe Prisbilla being one. Yeah. And uh, I had him at 14, Are and you? I had Brian Cardinal at 15. Oh. The janitor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian Cardinal, he played a long time in the league. That's probably why I kind of factored him in. He had a season where he averaged about 10 points a game and four rebounds a game. For his career, he shot 37% from three. Say what now? For his career he shot 37 percent from three Dang. he had a couple he had a season where he shot over two threes a game and he averaged 35 okay buckets uh memphis gave him a four-year 37 million dollar contract when that was a lot of money dude
1: hey make your money chief
2: but uh i remember him riding the pond for the dallas mavericks for their championship team yeah so he uh got that ring he did NBA yeah. champion. There's a couple it's a couple
1: champions on this list, man.
2: Is there really anybody else left that is notable um, that did not get picked? I think. Uh, Eduardo Najera. You remember him? <laughs> he played like 10 years in the league. For who? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> but he did. Really? Eduardo Najera. Get
1: drafted. Oh, I see him. Yeah, from Mexico out of Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, he played 12 years. Dang, for real? Yep, averaged about five points and four rebounds. Mm. I can't tell you who he played for. He was drafted by Houston, but after that, I don't know. Um, Jabari Smith? That's what I was just about to say. That is Jabari Smith Junior.'s father.
1: That's what I was just about to say. From LSU. That's funny. Two thousand. Hey, well.
2: I mean, we pretty much have exhausted everybody that was any good.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yep, I think I think we got everybody. I think we did. That was good. So that was the first redraft, year 2000. Are we going to get all 20? I don't think it's
2: possible throughout
1: the offseason. Yeah. I guess we'll figure out what's the next best year. Do we want to just keep going 01, 02, 03? Or maybe we, we should. And then just stop and maybe pick yeah. it up next Pick summer? it up next summer yeah. we could i think we probably should i think so because i don't want to miss out on any because then we'll be like oh no we didn't do that year we didn't get yeah, it and sold. then we'd have to remember which one we didn't do. Nah, it's too much I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that my brain doesn't work the same way it used to that's why i depend on you so much I, I, I need you right here to help me with everything that i forget and i do mean everything but i tell you one thing i did not forget i got a good one for you in this next segment which actually, you helped me out with that. Is that unfair that you gave Not me the really, idea? Not really, because
2: I still don't know what it
1: is. Yeah, but or who it is? Your brain works differently, so it's like I tried to do something all catchy and cool with it, and it's probably still gonna be too easy.
2: My brain is built different. It is yes. different,
1: or, or or as the kids say, I'm him.
2: And you can say my brain is him. My, my
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Christian's brain is him. That's that's what I'm talking about. That works. All right. When we get back, we'll do that right here on Double Tech. welcome back to double tech hb mr weaver fun show today man
2: i've enjoyed it we get to do it all over again next week hey i have no problem with with the 2001 nba redraft this may have been the most i've laughed in the show in a long time it's fun looking at all these names that you haven't heard in forever
1: it's crazy because it's like time is going by that fast. That's what that's what drives me insane because it's like I'm thinking about some of these players that I watched play, and to see that they've been out of the league this long, ten years, or they yeah, or they came in the league this long ago, it just it doesn't seem right. It does, it does not seem right. Well, Christian, uh, are you ready for this? Do you know what time it is? I don't. Think I do. You, do I, you? I'm
2: ready to see what you have pulled for me. All right, let's get it.
0: It's time for what organization is this athlete associated with?
2: Okay, since
1: we're in the mode of NBA drafts, this is what we're going to do. We're going to test Christian's brain real quick. It does work a little different. Or as we've said, Christian's brain is him. So uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to a certain year and a certain pick unless you figure out who now do you want me to like give you the team that made that selection or are you fine okay with just the number we'll just do
2: the pick at first okay and then i'll have to think about you know and if i need the hint of team okay give it to me
1: all right so here we go with the fourth pick in the 2007 nba draft
2: i'll stop right there okay um <laughs> 2007 kevin rent went second went after Kevin?
1: Okay, you'll have to give me two. All right, the Memphis Grizzlies select. With the
2: fourth overall pick? With the fourth pick. Rudy Gay. Mm-mm. OJ Mayo. Mm-mm. 07. That was not Hashim to beat. He went second overall.
1: Guard out of Ohio State. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Put a little check by that. Dang it, you got yeah, me Yeah, on got him on that one. But I'll let you know this much. We got a nice little pattern going. I like that fourth pick, so we're going to do that again. With the fourth pick in the 2009 NBA Draft.
2: Okay, Blake but Griffin went first
1: overall. The Sacramento Kings select.
2: Tyreek Evans.
1: Tyreek Evans. Okay, there we go. Now we back on track. Like I said, we're going to stick with these fourth picks. I like that number. With the fourth pick in the 2012 NBA draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select.
2: Ooh. Tristan Thompson. Mm Mm-mm. 2012. 2012. Out
1: of Syracuse. (laughs) What? (laughs) Who'd they pick? When I tell you, you're gonna be like, of course they did. Deion Waiters. Oh
2: gosh, I <laughs> forgot about Deion
1: Waiters. I knew you. <laughs> This is getting me. Oh yeah, I like this. Got him got him working. His brain is pumping. I love to see it. Here we go. With the four- this is probably the easiest one we've done so far. With the fourth pick in the 2015 NBA draft, the New York Knicks select Porzingis. Yeah. I knew he was gonna get that one without even flinching. That's too easy. All right. There we go. Now this, I say this is going to be a tough one. (laughs) I don't know. You you can tell me how how much this dude actually played after because I honestly can't remember. With the fourth pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Chicago Bulls select.
2: 2020. So this is just two years ago. Mm -hmm. Out of Florida State. Out of Florida State, to Chicago—oh, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams, there you he's, go. He's a pretty good player. Yeah.
1: He was injured this past year. See, I knew it was something because I was like, okay, I haven't heard his name in a second. So Okay, that was
2: pretty good. That was pretty good, and that was a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I
1: love it. I love it. Hey, so, yeah, we're going to keep those going. As long as we're doing redrafts, we're going to keep picking your brain with some of those picks. I like that. It's, it's, it's a good workout for your brain, man. Get real good workout. good job alley-oops and flagrant fouls all right i'll go ahead and give my alley-oop and flagrant real quick my alley-oop once again goes to portland summer league champs shout out to them took me back to good times whenever lonzo and kyle kuzmo hooping for the la lakers winning summer league championships good times good times i miss those kids but shout out to portland champions and my flagrant is a sad one because it's just it's it's disgusting and it's sad and it's frustrating and it's dude. What is wrong with you? Miles Bridges, domestic violence. He's pleaded not guilty, but he's done. Yeah. It's I don't he's done. see him playing NBA ball anytime soon. But yeah, that's 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 the least of his worries right now. So yeah, flagrant goes to
2: Miles Bridges. Him and Montrez Hero in prison league. Oh my go god. Crazy.
1: Oh, they about to be killing everybody.
2: Pause. They're not killers, they're just women beaters, which isn't good either. It's
1: all bad, it's all bad. Come on fellas, come on now, you gotta make better decisions, that's all.
2: Just, just. I did see a tweet, which of course it's not funny, oh, see, that Miles Bridges beat his girlfriend. It's not funny at all, it's horrible. But I did see the tweet about him, him and Montrezl Harrell being Shaq and Kobe in prison league, which it did get a chuckle out of me, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> It's a horror. It's horrible, though. Oh man! But I mean, you're not wrong. It's on, on those courts. I mean, he's be he, Yeah, they would. Uh, he's an idiot. Very much so. And I just don't understand why you would. You were about to get paid, paid. like oh, lot,
1: dude. You like you literally ruined your life right when your life was about to just be set. Set like, golly! Like you ki- mm. Don't even get me started, man. It's just frustrating, man. Make better decisions. Come on. Yeah, man. I hope he never plays in NBA again. Person. He probably
2: won't. I don't think you have to worry about that. And um, I hope she's set up for life. But um, I'm going to give a, an alley-oop to James Harden, who took less money oh. so that the 76ers could sign some other guys and help them compete. He uh, could have opted into a $47 million contract, but took $34 million.
1: Mm, Hey, that's a lot of money left on that table.
2: He signed a two-year $69 million. game. Nice. Uh, <laughs> G- dollar contract but the second year is a player option so he'll opt out next year and renegotiate new contract mm. but for the upcoming year he took a 12 million or 13 million dollar uh pay cut hey, that- so good on him for doing that and
1: wanting to compete hey sounds like a veteran move of somebody who wants to win right now it does it
2: does think it's gonna work out for him uh probably not <laughs> but good on him for trying Flagrant foul. I'm going to give it to the LIV tour. I care nothing about golf. Nothing at all. (laughs) I I don't care about the LIV tour. I hope that they succeed, to be honest, because it's more chaos in the golf world, and I care nothing about golf, and I just want to see chaos. But they have came after Charles Barkley. I saw that. And there's rumors that if Charles Barkley does take that job, he will not be on NBA on TNT anymore, which is a travesty. But, but I need draws on there for entertainment purposes. Of
1: course, I mean he's hilarious. You, you gotta have your your starters. It, it would just feel not right to
2: be missing anybody. And I've said many times that I can't stand when they actually talk basketball because <laughs> they don't know anything about today's basketball, and well, I will stand by that. They're just a little old. That's all. Yeah, I mean they're just it's too much back in my day, and <laughs> your day doesn't matter anymore to be honest. <laughs> dang,
1: uh, dang That's how you feel.
2: Yeah, dang. I mean I'm not saying. That they played against plumbers. They didn't. They played <laughs> against actual good players. But, but it, just the game, the way it's played, is so much different from when they played. And they always try to say, "Back in my day, we would have did this." And it's like, "Well, they don't do that anymore." Yeah, no, I understand that. So, yeah, I wish that they would be more modern in their basketball stuff. But the comedy is great. No, it's, it's I love it. Inside the NBA is amazing.
1: Yes, most entertaining show. Up, but that's crazy. Kenny's the only
2: one that's really like he'll actually get up there and break it down. Yeah. Seems like he gives kudos to modern players more often than not.
1: So the the L I V tour or whatever this is so they're just trying to get him as a commentator. Yeah. Just got, wow.
2: How much money do they have over there? Like it, it's unlimited. What? That's it's crazy. The Saudi oil money, man. That's crazy. Jeez. Yeah, they're they're I mean, their pockets are pretty deep.
1: <laughs> they could pay him more than TNT. Hey, well do they Easily. need a, do they need a basketball podcast? For
2: their golf tournament, <laughs> makes
1: yes. no sense at we all. We could,
2: uh, we could do double bogey. Hey, LIV, if you're listening, we're taking calls. Hey,
1: that's what I'm talking about.
2: Uh, I'll also give a flagrant foul to the Jazz because rumors are they're looking for eight first round picks for Donovan Mitchell, which you're on crack. Chill out. You never get, you never get that. <laughs> never. Like seriously, eight, eight. It makes me upset <laughs> that they want eight first round picks for Donovan Mitchell. It's just unreasonable. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Didn't I see Donovan Mitchell
1: uh, just getting uh dropped off and a uh, little bit of pickup ball? I didn't see that. Just go uh, search the Twitter. Just a random person? I don't I, I don't think it was a random person. I can't remember who it was. I feel like it was an NBA player. I just okay. can't remember who it was. But somebody was, was busting his tail. I can't remember who it, it was.
2: It was probably like SGA or something. Somebody's better than him. Oh
1: nice. Smooth with it. Well, y'all heard it here, folks. SGA is better than Donovan Mitchell. Yep. I feel like you don't have a problem saying that out loud. I don't. Yeah, I think that's all good. Well, hey, Double Tech in the books. 2000 NBA Redraft in the books. It was a fun one. Next show, we'll do 2001. It's going to be a real good one. We've looked at some of the names, and a little better than uh, 2000. Do we got to play all Dr. Dre, 2001? Oh, crap, yes. You had me at hello. That's it right there. What? Well, (laughs) next show is going to be hard. (laughs) You got me hyped up already. That's what I like to hear, man. Get me excited as we cruise out to the smooth sounds of Boys to Men. Shout out to Christian for this wonderful place. Oh, Boys to Men, it's a beautiful thing. Well, let's Just end it on they the. They don't right make now. music like that anymore. And of course they don't. Too much Jacquees. What is that? E? Oh my gosh! Please, Boys to Men, take us home. We'll see y'all next week on Double Tech.
0: This mistake of a